My dear brothers and sisters, the readings are quite beautiful. Like us to reflect just on two, being the first one, uh, Leviticus, and the gospel, the one in Matthew. But as we reflect, I would like to, to tell a story. There was a, a young man who was a soldier, who was deployed, and who had left his father back at home. This young man who was a soldier, who was deployed, had met a friend who was also a soldier. And so then he told him about his life, told him about his family background, and the love of his father. His father was a, a collector. Uh, he collected all the great paintings. The paintings of Van Gogh, the paintings of Leonardo, and all the best. And everybody in the society and in the community knew that this man had the perfect collection. And so unfortunately, one day the son, who is a soldier, was killed and he died. And his friend went to the commander and he said, would you grant me the honor of taking his belongings and bring it back to his father? And then I will tell the story of what had happened. Then they got the address and then he got on his way and he went back looking for where his friend uh, stayed. Eventually he found it. He knocked at the door. The old man came out. The old man could see when he saw a soldier and he saw there was a package. His son wasn't there. Just made sense. My son is probably dead. But even then, he welcomed him. He stayed with him for that day. Told him the story of what had happened. And as he was about to leave, he said, he had told me that you are a collector of the finest paints. I myself am not a painter, but I'd made a portrait of your son. And I would like you to have it. The father looked at this portrait. It was shabby. It was made by an amateur. But he took it. It was a painting, a portrait of his son. When the soldier had gone, the father prepared a place in the living room. And he, paint, and he put uh, the, the portrait of his son. And every day in the morning, he would get up, make himself a cup of coffee, has his coffee, watch this. Eventually, the father died. And everybody in the society came in because there was a, an auction. And the auctioner had put everything, including the portrait of a son. And he said, we will begin by auctioning the son. And everybody said, come on, we need the real thing. We don't need this thing. And he says, unfortunately, I have to begin with this. And he says, well, I'm going to give this uh, at $50. And nobody wanted it. Instead of saying 70 nobody wanted it. He said, okay, I will give it at $30. No. 20 No. And right at the back, there was an old man who had worked for this family as a gardener. He says, I don't have $20. I only have $7. And everybody in the house said, give it to him. Give it to him. And he says, well, I'm going to give it to you at $7. Going once, going twice, sold. Given to the man. And then the businessmen and women got up and said, well, let the real auction begin. The auctioner says, uh-uh. The auction is finished. I said, but how? He says, there was a clause in the will. The one who gets the son 
gets everything. And that's what I want us to talk about. If you get Jesus, you have everything. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you go through. I don't know how life has been. But if we had time and I said, how are you? Most of us will say, I'm fine, thank you. But are we really fine? Am I really at peace? Am I really okay? And there's only one thing that the Lord says this morning. If you go to Leviticus, it's only one thing. Love. Don't hate. Love is as natural as the gift of God. We are made in love, by love, to love. And that's all we need to do. It is in our nature to love. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love God with all of your mind, your heart, your being. If ever we were to summarize the readings, particularly Leviticus, do not hate, just love. And if you jump into the gospel, there are two principles for me. You have heard, you have been told, but now I am telling you this. Love. And so let's try and look at these two principles. The first one is the change of a mindset. It's a paradigm shift. How does Thomas Aquinas define conversion? He says it is a change of direction. If I'm facing this direction, conversion means I change and I face that direction. Look into your life as I look into my life. Other people I find difficult to live with. Other people I find difficult to love. Other people I cannot tolerate. Don't forget, he who angers you controls you. They have power. I could be sitting here with Emmanuel having a wonderful conversation and Xavier comes in. Xavier and myself are not in good terms. But immediately when I see Xavier, the good rapport that I have with Emmanuel has changed. Do not give so much power to people. So the first thing is the change of a mindset. I choose to love. I choose to hate. And I have no time to hate because it drains life 
out of me. That's the first one. The second one, love despite. People often say, I love you. And they will say, tell me, why do you love me? Nobody can answer that question. I don't love you because you're beautiful. Because one day you're going to be ugly. I don't love you because you're slim and, and you're perfect. Because one day you're going to be as big as me. I don't love you because, no, I cannot. It's impossible. I love you despite every other thing. For those who are married, go back to the vows. In good times and in bad, in sickness and in health. I don't know what I mean. What do I mean if I say I will love you even when you're sick? Will I love you when you lose your mind? Will I love you when you become a controlling freak? Will I love you when you destroy everything we've ever built? My dear brothers, love God, love the church, and love the priesthood. But will you still love the church when she hurts you? Will you still love the church when she rejects you? Well, yeah. But I don't know what it means. But it's what, it's what I'm called to be. It's in my nature. And we all grow into love. Who I was and who I am has changed. Many people often say, but you've changed. No, I've grown. You cannot love and not grow. You cannot love and say things are not going to be difficult. No, I will love even when things are difficult. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless and guide the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.